The guest has arrived. The host is prepped and ready. Ladies and gentlemen, this is One on One with Bill Alexander. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this edition of One on One with Bill Alexander. Have a great group of guests today. I have the guys from the Triple B podcast joining us. We have Caleb, Bubba, and Gary. And let me switch everything over because as soon as I do, it looks like we're on the Brady Bunch right now. So how are you guys doing today? Good. good. How are good. you? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. And 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 everything, we did this once before with Bubba and Caleb. Unfortunately, there was a technical difficulty on my end, which I feel really stupid about, but everything's working now. So uh, glad to have you guys back on the program again. Yeah, thanks for having to be us. here. Uh, thanks for having us. But you actually made Bubba feel really good by having technical difficulties. He has a lot of them. Um, so he's like, he, he, Bill's been doing it for years. And it, so, so it happens guys. So we, we kind of, you know, yeah, we know all about that. Yeah. God bless you. Bill. Well, it's again, it's nice to have you guys on the program today. Thank you, and Thank you so much. When for I re- and when I reached out to bubble last week, we were talking um, in a, a message on Facebook about the Steelers and what was going to happen on Monday night, because after that game, um, last week, not this week, Monday night, but the week before it was like the whole season was over. And then the rumor was Ben was going to retire on Monday night. And then it, everything happened the way it did. And they played football Monday night for the first time in what five weeks. <laughs> it seems yeah, like it. Yeah. It, it was uh, a different feel to it. You know, they never felt like they were going to drop the game or anything. Well, actually, that's the first time, Bill, that they actually led the whole season. So it was like I said before we went on, uh, and Gary can uh, accommodate this. The electricity and the feel going down there on Monday night was like a national championship or some kind of Super Bowl kind of mentality. Yeah, and I think even if we do nothing else for the rest of the season, uh, at least, you know, at least we had that. Um, You know, it was a feel-good moment, and we we needed that. And, And I agree with you. Um, sitting at home where it was much warmer than where you guys were on, uh, on Monday night. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still froze, man. I'm still, I'm still bad. I'm a, I'm an old man, Bill. And it's real bad. Like my bones are like, I, I'm achy. It's terrible. Well, I was, I was thinking about you guys on Monday night. Cause I was reading your post and I'm thinking, Oh, the first game I ever went to was it. I'm going to date myself here was 1977. And I was 11 years old. First game I went to with my dad and they played Cleveland. It was in December. There was snow on the ground and it was probably 15, 15, 16 degrees outside. And that was the regular temperature, not the windshield. And I remember how cold it was. And that was at Three River Stadium. And we had no protection. We were sitting in the elements. (laughs) So (laughs) I know what it's like. It yeah, as Bubba it. said, I think I think we uh, we're just now starting to get defrosted. Uh, on top of that, I didn't think Bubba was going to make it the whole way to the top. Um, so there, there was multiple multiple health concerns we were worried about there. I, well, I was good, Mav, but it was just it's been a long time since I went that high. I was well, no, I was in the last section. I was in the second to the last section. Like I was in nosebleed heaven. And it's right. been a long time since I've been to that because I was a season ticket holder a long time. And my section was like maybe 20 rows down. 
but the wind started swirling uh, up oh, that yeah. top, and it was I wasn't prepared. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm good with, with my body weight and stuff." And no, that's not the case, Bill. Well, I mean, no you're pretty full that, of popcorn, cause... also. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and again, I, I mean, no offense by that, because I I was like, "Wow, uh, I, it, it was a long way to the top." Um, yeah. So, if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> so so you're there and and again win or lose it was ben's last game at, at heinz field what was the environment like before the game it, everybody was just everybody was pumped i believe um everybody was just wanting to see while they were going to have Ben and what they were going to do at the end of the game. That's just my opinion. Right. Um, it was a, it was a surreal feeling for me. I, I feel like um, people were more engaged than I've seen in a long time. Uh, again, it's been a little bit of a rough season as, as we all know. Um, but I feel like people were in their seats waiting for uh, introductions. Um, okay. and, and a lot of time, and we, we made it a point to make it back for that. Uh, but we wanted to see Ben get called one more time out to the field and, and give him a, a, you know, the ovation that he deserves. So I, I just feel like there was more of an engagement, more of an intensity um, that, you know, like I said, if, if we do nothing else, I think that was our playoff game and we wanted to get that for him. And, and I, I agree with you on that. So when Ben came out of the tunnel, the last one, how did the, because on TV, we didn't really see it. We saw, we saw all the, uh, the recaps of it, showing him come out during commercial breaks and stuff like that. But how was the reaction whenever he came out at the end? Nobody sat, everybody was up. Nobody sat down. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was loud and, and you, I mean, it's an open stadium, obviously, you know, you're out, you're everything rises. So, you know, all the sound, you know, raises up, but you heard it. I mean, you, you, you definitely heard it. Baba, were you in your seat at that point or were you still making, I was, uh, no, I was, I was making up the trek like I was Price is Right. But I, 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 I you're going backwards. Yeah. (laughs) I got to to my seat. And when I got to my seat, I, I I stood for probably most of the first half. I just, some about it. I just can't sit because I'm so used now to watching it at home back when I used to go to the game. And I don't like, I just want to like to watch the game. I don't want the outside interference. There was a lot of outside interference in that game. There was a lot of Steeler, pro Steelers uh, partying and celebrating and, and stuff like that. But I just wanted to watch the game and um, I just wanted to see him come out. And it was very, it was so loud. Like I know Cleveland has numerous false starts due to that. The fans just just over, it was just crazy, crazy. And um, I, I just, and at the end, like, and I mean, he didn't have a really good game. Okay. But he had a good enough game to win and everybody, right. the supporting cast come in like Najee. We've seen everything at that game. Like I did on my, my, uh, the, the review yesterday, like Najee got over hundred yards, his best game ever. TJ had four sacks. Um, it just, the weakness was our receivers that, that just didn't help Ben out. And Ben's no. arm is nowhere near to where he had to be. But Bill, he moved a couple plays like he was the Ben of old, though. Yes. And that was something. So, well, the thing is, a few of the passes he did have that he had some velocity on him. Unfortunately, they weren't able to catch him. And I think if we had a different receiving core or at least a more mature receiving core, it would have been a different season. But because there are so many new guys on Juju not being out on the field, 
it, 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 it did work to his detriment that he was not able to have that final season that everybody thought he was going to have. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's kind of, I was just thinking this the other day, it's kind of sad that, you know, we're used to seeing Ben go down and make those last uh, minute drives, you know, and, yes. and be able to win the game for us. So that, that's an expectation, but now uh, we're just hoping that he gets one touchdown. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what he got, uh, you know, on Monday night, he got one touchdown. Um, would we have liked to see him get more and have the game of his life? Yeah. But I just, I, we can't expect that at this point. Um, you know, I think we were spoiled for a long time and, and he was, you know, he was really so, something. So with Ben leaving this year, and, and we know that's a fact now, because I was making comments on Sunday that everybody was saying this may be his last game. And I'm thinking, we're putting the cart before the horse. Yes, he he referenced that it was going to be his last game, but he never confirmed it. And someone made a comment to me going, well, yeah, it's his last game at Heinz Field because aren't they renaming it something else? And I'm going, okay, that may be true. But again, coming back, and I made the comment he was going to end up playing Canadian football or for the Maulers in the spring. But, I, t- but, I would take him as a Maulers quarterback, though. But, but I, I made that comment, and then he does, he does retire. But where does the team go next year? What quarterback are they going to use? Because their two backups are not strong enough to start. Well, let, let, me, just, let me just say this, uh, and I mentioned this to you, Bubba, and then you could chime in. Um, you know, you know, that last touchdown they got, that was the passing of the torch to, in my eyes. Handed off to Najee, he ran for the touchdown. Right. That's where their offense is going to be, and it's going to be – it's going to rest in, in uh, the running game and, and Najee's uh, hands. Um, you know, and I feel bad because I hope the, the kid doesn't get killed because we're going to run the ball so much. But, uh, you know, they keep preaching they're going to get a veteran quarterback, but you're not getting Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson in here. It's just not going to happen. Um, but but would you want Aaron Rodgers here? And well, I for for Jersey, yeah. But for the line behind, uh, Aaron has to deal with that line will get him killed. The receiving core is not the receiving core of the Packers, I do believe. But also, they're going to have a quarterback that's going to manage the game. They need a quarterback to hand off the ball, like like Gary said to Najee. But we also can't. He had three hundred touches. That's that's a lot for a rookie just getting out of college. And right. He broke Franco's rookie uh, rushing, but also too, if he'd had if we'd had a meet, a half decent line, he would have been in consideration for the first two of rookie of the year by in my eyes. Even though I'm I'm very biased, but he did everything. He did a lot of stuff on his own this year. Right. Yeah, I I, I don't think I'd want to see Aaron Rodgers or Wilson here just for the fact they they cost too much and then we wouldn't have money elsewhere. Um, and yeah. we need it elsewhere. We need the line. We need, you know, we need defensive help too. Um, secondary. We need, we need a lot at this point. So I, I just think they take up too much cap. And the other, and the other thing, and I, and I know that the Pittsburgh uh, fans, especially Pitt fans want Pickett to come over. I cannot see the Steelers having a high enough draft to being able to do that unless they make trades to get him. Now, and who do they have the offer bill? I mean, well, that's the that, thing. That's true. Who could you even trade to move up? Um, and you know, you, you never know how Pickett's gonna. And I'm a, I'm a big Pitt fan, just just for the record, right? A big Pitt fan. Um, he is, he is. And you never know how these guys translate to the NFL. You know, um, you just really don't. So he could come and be a bust. I mean, Mason Rudolph was a was a pit killer. I mean, he 
I mean, I've seen him firsthand. He was, he was something in, in college, uh, you know, definitely beat Pitt every time. Um, but you just never know. You never know how it's going to translate. So, gonna be- so next year you have Haskins, Dobbs, and Rudolph. If they don't pick anybody up, who's going to be number one? Mason Rudolph will be number one. You really think uh, so? Yeah, yeah. I, I hate to say this because <clears throat> the uh, higher ups don't want they they like him. Um, maybe now that he doesn't, he's not going to have Ben look over in his shoulder. Um, they 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 stuck with him, and they're gonna. It's going to be he's going to be the transitional quarterback until we can get a quarterback maybe in the draft or if they sign somebody, but they could sign somebody in the off season and there's going to be people out there. This is going to be the craziest off season in a long, long time, Bill. So, and, and hopefully and, they you sign know, some linemen. If you, right. Like Bubba said, if you bring in some linemen, you true up the offensive line. Uh, like Gary said, you got Harris. Um, he's going to be the bell cow. He's going to, you know, probably the biggest offensive weapon you kind of only need a game manager especially if your defense is able to stand up and you know get three and outs and stuff and with mason rudolph i also think that's who they're gonna go with uh knowing tomlin like i think i do not not like i know him but like i think i know right um with him having first team reps all off season you might be able to mold him into a game manager possibly you know it's it's a whole different story when you don't have ben taking the first team reps I mean, well, I mean, I, um, Haskins, I feel, is uh, the, the more talented of the two. Uh, it's just he's I, – I think he's just still a head case at this point, and if he can't put it together, it's, it's not going to happen. He's too immature. Well, I'm looking and – I, and I just pulled this up because I, I uh, did a Google search on Rudolph, and I guess about three hours ago, Andrew Filippone put in that Ben gave Mason Rudolph a vote of confidence – and the question is, why? Why are we doing this? How quickly people forget Mason's Lions game? He had the lowest Q, uh, quarterback rating in the NFL in 2019. <laughs> he was awful. This would be a Cliff Stout all over again, which is very true. And uh, get a real quarterback in here and don't waste TJ and Najee. But, so, but also, too, Bill, the play calling is a big factor. Oh. And Cliff Stout, and Cliff Stout in his in his prime when he went to the USFL, he was very very good. He was good, he just, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just so hard to know because we just all second guess because we just sit, you know, doing these shows and doing stuff like that. Right. But they have to they have they have all this money. They have to sign some key components. And I heard like they're going to force Butler out. They're going to have to look for an offensive coordinator because Butler's going to retire. But someone's going to pick up Keith Butler as an offense as a defensive coordinator somewhere in the NFL. So they're going to, they're, I don't know what they're going to do, but it's just going to be an off season, which we have never, ever seen. No. And you and I, we spoke about this before on the last program that no one heard is (laughs) if they did have a losing season out, would this be Tomlin's last season with the Steelers? Well, I think Ben saved him on Monday night. And depending on what happens on Sunday, I think Tomlin's here for at least another two years. Uh, I, uh, I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't. I mean, I disagree with you, Bill. I don't think Ben saved him because I don't think Tomlin was ever going to go anywhere. See, that's not what. That's not what we do here. No, not. no, it's not. We we keep you a court, know. but he's been here for how many seasons? But but the only We've time been, we ever did this, guys, is, is Chuck Nolan Cower. Everybody else in the Steelers coach got fired. Everybody yeah. before Noel got Noel. fired, and and the reason why is is because they hired him for that. They did that Rooney rule and they don't want to get rid of him. And he's good for the community and he's the standard is mediocrity. Um, and Ben, I, I hate to agree, uh, disagree, but Ben did save a lot of uh, his, his, 
you know. Yeah. Well, and then you got to look at it this way too. Uh, I'm not a Tomlin supporter by any means. I mean, uh, I guess we got to tell your listeners what angle I'm even coming from. We talked about this on the first show. You let the wolf (laughs) into the chicken coop here. Yeah. You know, I'm a Patriots fan, so, but I'm not a Steelers hater. I don't have anything against the Steelers or anything like that. They're just not my cup of tea. Um, But I'm also not a Tomlin fan. Uh, You know, I don't, I don't think he's what they make him out to be. I think the no losing record thing is such BS. I think that's such a cop out. He might not have had a losing record, but how many 500 seasons did he have? Well, that's true. Yeah. It's, you know, this will be the fifth season without a playoff win. Um, You know, I don't think he's as good as they make him out to be, but on the other flip side of that coin, who out there are you going to replace him? Well, and see, that's my argument. Who else is out there to be able to bring someone in to take over there's and guys I do out there. believe and i do believe that um tomlin's lost respect from most of the players on the team because he just lets them do what they want to do absolutely well yeah well, here's my take on it probably on un- unpopular opinion um you know what the game's changed guys these these kids coming out of college they're not the kids that came out of college before where uh you know coward when he was our coach, um, yep. these kids like to play video games and they like to TikTok and they like to do stuff. So there's a lot to deal with here, especially with mental health. Um, so oh, I, agree. I, I think, I think Tomlin, I can't say, I mean, Tomlin has his faults. Okay. He has, he has, he has a lot of faults, you know, game management, you know, throwing the flag, a lot of stuff like that. Um, but I do think uh, he, he is a pretty decent coach for these kids coming out of, out of college nowadays. Um, and it, it's a different game and whether we want to accept it or not, it is, it's a different, it's a different game. Um, he, he wasn't going anywhere. His tenure here was filled the day that he signed that contract, oh, whether agree. Ben, whether Ben was a quarterback, whether it was Mason Rudolph, it, it didn't matter. He was going to be here for a while. Uh, and that's just the way the Rooney's do things. Uh, there's something to say about consistency, but at the same time, Bill Coward didn't get a, a Super Bowl until, yep. you know last year and, so and and i'm coming from a different perspective of all of you because i was old enough to remember the first four super bowls and <laughs> i remember chuck Knoll, and Noel would have never put up with this stuff mm-hmm. and you're right it, it is a different society than it was in the 70s it and, and the 80s for goodness sakes and i was not a big bill cower fan when he came to pittsburgh i didn't start warming up to cower until probably two years before he left and then Tomlin comes in, which I felt to give everybody had to give Tomlin that 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 chance, and he had to prove everybody wrong. But you're right. Who are they going to replace him with? And it is a different game than it was ten or twenty and thirty years ago. Well, not only that, who are you going to replace him with? But who would have who would have been the guy if it wasn't him? Because we're, right. we're coming from uh, you know everybody wanted Russ Grimm. It's like what has Russ yeah. Grimm done? Come on, I mean he yeah, hasn't done you're nothing. Right. I mean. So it, it, you got to look at it, it tenfold. Is he the perfect coach? No. Do I absolutely love him? Can't say I do. Um, but, uh, you know, I, again, I just try to keep in mind that the game has changed since, you know, uh, you know, yeah. what we're used to. Um, to support Gary, Urban Meyer gave us a really good example of that. Yep. That uh, old school coaching doesn't really fly doesn't unless you're. It'll never fly. Yeah. These, well, he, these, kids, well, these kids are babied. Well, I, mean, I didn't might. say it. 
and right. the thing and the thing is though tomlin's uh coaching tree has never coached uh his coaching tree has never coached anybody that's ever left most of them have never coached ever any were again or they downsized on where they were coached um, they don't coach now right and and his yeah. a lot of his coaching is not that good where cower had and i mean the coaches of under noel stayed with noel for many many years um except for in, in the later years but now i don't know what they're going to do with all these assistants but actually the coaching tree of tomlin is not very good and i do believe there's people out there because nobody knew who mike tomlin was when mike tomlin was applying for a coach he was a secondary coach with minnesota and nobody knew who he was same as they didn't know who cower was there's people mm-hmm. out there in every job like it, well the nfl anyway that they could be somewhere, somebody and the assistant that actually knows is crosses his X's and O's and does it right. But yeah, I mean, Mav is probably correct with the time. It's hard to get these younger guys to do anything. And they're not like, they're not like the cam Haywards and they don't even listen to cam anyway. So it's, it's very, very hard. But it's so. weird seeing that transition because cam cam is a guy that, you know, TJ Watts even, you know, fairly young and came out of that and still, you know, but then, you get to the Juju's, you get to the Claypool's, and then it's a they're right. their head cases, and, and they're it's different. It's really different. But, okay, so Tampa Bay has Bruce Arians, who was our offensive coordinator. Would he have worked here instead of Tomlin? I think if he took over at that point, yeah. very possibly, because there's a big culture change that has happened at some point, and it's just – too hard to fight against that wave now where you're that's the majority whereas if you had you know a butt kicker in there at one point that didn't let that happen who knows it's hard to say one way or another but i think it's plausible okay so then you explain this to me caleb how is belichick still the coach at the patriots (laughs) and he's able to control everybody well so he sold his soul (laughs) (laughs) winning you know winning's a big part of it and that's not just for him but for a team in whole you know even though the patriots you know they have a they've won a lot over the last 20 years you know and they've won a lot of super bowls in that span they didn't win the super bowl every year but when you're in the playoffs every year you know that i think that opens up players ears and they say well i mean this you know we have a winning culture here and this guy gets us into the postseason every year and maybe we should listen to what he says. And then, you know, um, as much as I am not a fan of Tom Brady anymore, um, I think he was a very good locker room leader. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how many there are in the Steelers locker room, or I don't know how many people in the Steelers locker room want to listen to the leaders, guys like Cam and Ben and stuff. And there's a big disconnect. A lot of players have talked about it, like Brady and Ben, where they don't even know how to talk to the younger players nowadays because, you know, it's their lives are so different. Um, But I don't, I think Belichick possibly, you know, I don't know, but I think he strikes this happy medium where like what Gary was saying, you, you know, coaching is multifaceted, you know, it's the X's and O's and it's the clock management and things like that. But then it's also the other half of it is knowing how to reach people and talk to people and motivate people. And um, I think he just is able to maybe walk on both sides of that line where some coaches lean more towards one and not the other. And then especially with Tomlin not having 
much of a coaching staff underneath them to fill in those gaps, I, I think it's a recipe for disaster. I mean, you'd be able to deal with uh, Antonio Brown for how many years? Yeah, he's been <laughs> the only one that's been able to keep him around for that long. So that, there is oh. something to be say about, to said about that. So just Well, thank just you for bringing it up because that was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but, I, but, but I think the hit he took from, from Burfecht messed him up. That hit, even though people say you shouldn't uh, talk about that. because that's not. I don't agree current. with that. I think I do due to the fact I, I think it just he was already he was already going that way anyway. I think that right. hit just made it that concussion and golly knows because everybody a couple of guys on this panel has concussions. <laughs> and uh yeah, so and I mean, one of I them's normal that. Bubba. So what is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the whole thing with Antonio Brown this weekend, where he just basically walked off the field, <laughs> stripped down to a, a bare chest, threw his stuff into the stadium. I mean, where the heck did this come from? Because yeah. I, I can't believe that. And, and then Brady is defending him, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. What, what exactly happened? It did, did, I guess. Arians told him to get back in the game and he right. said he was hurt. Is that what happened? Yeah. 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 I don't know if that has been officially confirmed, but that's the story, you know, as it appears to be. And Arians gave him, you know, two chances to get back into the game and he said no and he just took off. His leg wasn't hurting him that bad, jumping up and down at the end zone there. So <laughs> You're right. he, he was doing he was doing cameos the next day because he did a cameo for a Steeler fan. Uh, you know, uh, thanking Ben. I mean, I mean, he he's he knows what he's doing, also. But right, that's why I have a hard time, you know, not thinking the perfect hit is a cop out because he's able to work his way into these teams. Like, you know, um, he's able to get teams to give him another chance, even though with all this off the field stuff, he hasn't been good in a while either. If we're being honest, and maybe he hasn't had good enough time or chance on each team, but I don't think the talent at this point is anywhere near worth putting up with all the trouble. Does anybody give him another chance or is this it? I think um, it's, it's it. It's hard to I, say though. I it is. Never it, say it, never. Yeah. Especially I in the, the NFL. One, I think the only one that has enough guts to pick him up would be Cleveland, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, that would because shock me. that wouldn't shock me at all. It really would. And after have you watching... heard? No, go ahead. No, uh, I was just gonna say, uh, have you heard who is postulating that he should come in and be his replacement? No, who? To. Oh, really? Yeah, he has his own <laughs> show, and he said that he thinks at this point in the season, he's he said he can't play a full season, but he thinks that at this point in the season, for you know, three or maybe four games at max, he could come in and contribute. Wow. <laughs> just being a, you know, a mooch and trying to get that Super Bowl ring is what he's doing. Yeah, right. You know, actually, actually, I see the article. Hall of Famer Trello Owens absolutely wants to replace Brown and join the Buccaneers. <laughs> and you got to be kidding me. Um, yeah, right. I 48 years old. Sure. Let him go back in again. Why not? Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Bill, he could probably climb uh, Heinz Field probably a little better than I could. I'm 50. <laughs> so I, I might sign him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much that's saying, but okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
I just, I, I just think that's interesting. I didn't realize that. And that came out yesterday. So, uh, do you think, would they do it as a promotional stunt or would they just let it go away? Because honestly, that would bring enough, I guess, notoriety to the Buccaneers to be able to do something like that, but they don't need it with Brady. Or yeah, they have plenty of notoriety. They yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. They don't need no, it. No, no, no. And you know they are in a tough spot for receivers right now because Godwin's out, and you know now Brown, even though he wasn't a huge contributor, he's out. Right. Um, but yeah, and the way Arian says, I don't think he wants that. I, I'm no, shocked. I don't blame him. He would have never given Brown a chance if it wasn't for Brady. So. You know, I'm still surprised that Brown ever made it onto that team, but the only reason is because of Brady. Well, that well I'm surprised he ever played for Belichick, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. Ben and Arians were, were like this and still yes. are, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that says something. And, you know, all the BS that, that Ben, you know, dealt with with, with AB, I, don't, I really don't think he, they would have taken him if it wasn't for Brady. So the second mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then, like you said, you know, he, Brady weaseled him in a spot on the Patriots too. So it's that Brady effect apparently. And Arians did not apologize in his press conference. He said, I'm not sorry. I would do it again. So that just, that just shows you. Yeah. That, that again, that whole circus that happened. And I think it's interesting. Do you think, do you think Brown did it? Because Brown knew that the big story this weekend was Ben's retirement and do you think Brown was trying to upstage what was going on, or did Brown just do it because he's Brown? I'm going to say option two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay, I table, could I, think... I could see him trying to steal that from Ben. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I didn't think of that, but I think Cable. I think you mentioned on our show last week that um, he has a Netflix documentary or something, or somebody said that he uh, shouted it out in the car. He got an Uber to leave the arena after he walked out and he was uh, doing like a selfie or like a recording a video with the driver. Well, the driver was making the video and right. yeah, he said something along the lines of this will be great for my Netflix special. Then there you go. That's what he's so doing. A, that's what he's that doing. A, it was a publicity stunt for that. It's a, uh, it's I, a market. Would... He's a market guy. That's what. And so I don't think one... he thinks. You know, I don't think he thought or had any plans of what was happening. I think it was, I'm out. I mean, you saw how happy he was. Like, oh, yeah. He had which made no a sense. huge smile on his face when he was dancing off the field. Yeah. I don't know. It cost me over a million dollars. I don't think I'd be smiling. But, hey, he, he, I, he he'll knows get it all did. back in cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with Ben leaving on Monday night, and, again, He's the only stealer that I can remember that has given any type of warning that he was going to retire. I think Kiesel should have done it when he retired. I think Palomalo should have done it and saying this is it. So the city could have paid respect to them before he left and not retire in the offseason. Do you Paul think Malu, Ben retired the right way? Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think Palomalo, I think they kind of – forced him it was a mutual agreement but i think they right. leaned on the side that no this is it um i don't know he was if he was ready i just don't think he wanted to go to another city to play but um, okay so. so then why did the steelers just let him play the first game of the season to make that his retirement game yeah i don't i don't think it's all about send-offs necessarily um 
You know, I mean, it, it's a business. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they don't want to play him to pay that first game. I, I, I don't know. I don't really have the right answer for that. But but I do know, I think it was more they, they tried to push him out. Um, where Ben, they kind of needed him to come back for another right. season. Well, you know. and I got you. But the other thing is, too, is think about the Steelers that have left, played for another team, came back and signed before they announced their retirement so they could retire a Steeler. Well, That's the same idea. I mean, Rod James Woodson, Harrison, for goodness sake. Yeah, Rod Woodson. Rod, Rod Woodson had a bar in Pittsburgh, and when he he got when he left, that bar went under. And but yeah. I mean, he did get a ring with the Ravens, which which is terrible. But he still got a ring, and then he come back when he retired and signed that one day clause. And most yeah. of them do because they everybody that left, I think, left due to the money that they didn't they didn't leave due to their play degrading. They left to go get more money. And, and, and there's been great Steelers that never got a send off. Like there, I don't think there's ever been anything like this because no. I, when I, when I was a kid, Terry Bradshaw in New York, he threw two passes to Greg Garrity and his arm was done. And that was it. He didn't get this ticker yeah. tape. No. He didn't get a thank you. I mean, that was it. And that was, and then Franco leaving to go to Seattle, Seattle, so, which was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, J- Jerome Bettis, you know, ending it on a Super Bowl note was, that was a fairy tale story. And, and getting that when, when, you know, when Ben's kids came to him and his wife and stuff going yeah. through that time, you knew that he's okay with his next chapter in his life. He's not going to another team. He's not going anywhere. He's going to play against the Ravens. He's, he's already prepping right now. And then that is it. That'll be the last game that we all see big Ben uh, against the Ravens. And that'll be it. We'll have to watch it on, you know, YouTube and other devices, right. but that that'll be so- some 18 years or something. So what do you think Ben's going to do next? Hmm. Is he going to do the commentary commentary route or what? I don't see him doing yeah, it. I, I mean, I could that. be wrong, but I, he, he just, he has a face for radio. Maybe, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, people I'm gonna people say... bashed him his whole career for not staying in shape. I don't know if they necessarily want him to be fitting in a suit and being on, but I mean, there's been worse. It's yeah, to be a, it'd they... be a special fitted suit, Mav. Be special yeah. fitted because guys get special fitted suits when they're bigger, you know. Yeah. Here's the money too. I yeah. don't think he's a real popular guy outside no. of Pittsburgh no, either, you know. Not. So that that dictates a little bit. But I see, I see a radio show podcast because he was already doing that at one right. point, a radio show, and probably open a restaurant. Uh, I could see that, especially around Pittsburgh. He was trying, and then COVID hit, and it stopped. So oh, I was he? Okay. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, we saw what happened with Heinz Ward's restaurant that just died a terrible death too. They all do. So, but but going back on that, um, I was reading the comments about the announcement of him retiring on the pages, and these people from out of the area said, "Well, how can you glorify someone who was accused for rape twice and all this other stuff?" And he is, he's not liked outside of the city of Pittsburgh. I cannot right. believe with everything else going on in the world, like Antonio Brown, they can defend him, but they'll bash Ben for something that was never proven. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, it was accusations and it didn't go any farther than that. And, you know, I'm sure all of us are in the same boat. You know, I speak for myself, but I would think we're all on the same page. Nobody hears a victim blame or anything like that. Right. But when that's all the farther it goes, that's all the farther it goes. You, you know, innocent until proven guilty. And that's what it is. And that's all the more it is. So what can you say about it? You know, 
Do you, okay, so now here's, here's the next question. We saw Ben sign off after 18 years. We have Crosby, who's been there, what, 16 years now? Is he going to retire as a Penguin, or is he just going to keep on I mean, is he going to do what Yager did and bounce from everywhere else? I mean, I think he'll retire a Penguin. I do, too. Um, I can't say the same for Malkin. I don't know. Um, but I think, I think uh, you know, Crosby for sure going to retire a Penguin. Yeah, I, I mean, Malkin and Crosby are – the Lemieux and Yager. Right. <laughs> it's oh, it's yeah, easy exactly. to tell who's yeah. who in that scenario. Yeah. Um, and also now with the buyout um, that the group out of uh, Boston who bought the Penguins, I guess they, they've halted the sale because of what they did to the other owners on the team. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't hear that. Yeah. I yeah. They, they, suspe- they suspended the sale because the, um, my only owners basically said, Hey, wait a minute. We didn't get a decision on this and they've oh, suspended wow. the sale for right now. Oh, huh. Interesting. Well, they have <laughs> that right. They that. have that right to. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think the sale was going to lead to much. Like I don't think they were going to move. They couldn't yeah. for however long, seven years seven or whatever. Years. But, right. You know, so they can't move them. Um, Pittsburgh's a hockey town. It's a big, you know, it's a good market for um the penguins and so i think they just wanted to make some of that money um so i don't know if it would matter or not but it's interesting yeah i didn't know that yeah because they they made they made the comment that uh justice department sues to block penguins um not i'm sorry i'm reading i'm reading the wrong thing but anyway the the group the minority group actually went in and said hey wait you didn't include us in the sale but i also heard this thing that there was a uh, there was a balloon payment that was owed to mario and that's one of the reasons why they were being sold and i don't have proof of that but that's what i heard yeah i I, Hmm. I heard that too i didn't read into it you actually explained it better to me than what the headline did um (laughs) yeah it was it was a mistake or something that happened back when he was playing and uh you know he was going to get that money you know, in the sale, essentially. So that's that, that a part of me thinks that's why they sold. That could be, or he just wanted to get out. Maybe uh, he hasn't uh, experienced anything after the plane because he's been doing part of being a owner and all that stuff. So right. maybe it's yeah. time for him to just take it easy and golf. Uh, I mean, he could do, yeah. Mario could do anything he ever he wants to do. So the headline from KDK said limited partner and Penguins ownership sues team files lawsuit over clandestine sale. And it, I guess it's uh, a group. They, they're trying to block it. And this was as of December 30th. Oh, that's going to be a lot of political stuff now. So, yeah. Well. And, the, and the team was going, was being sold for $900 million. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get yeah, that right now, that. Bill. I'll get it right out of my closet, and then we can. I, 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 I think we can do a GoFundMe page. How about you? Oh my <laughs> God! Goodness. Wow! Wow! But it's but insane all... what sports draw this day and age. You know, it, it truly is. And hockey's not as. I mean, hockey's like yeah. if it's not as pop. You know what the popular sport is is the NFL, but right. hockey is like a couple notches below. And now they're trying to get. Pro- they're on prime time on TNT yes. now at eight o'clock. So. Maybe that can drum up finally some revenue back on ESPN. But yeah, like you so, said, I mean, that shows you 
where they're at in the pecking order of the four big sports in the America, they didn't even have, they weren't on ESPN for like a decade or something like that. They wouldn't even show highlights usually. Heck, I remember when they used to be on Channel 22 and no one knew where they were at. They couldn't find them. <laughs> me, me too, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> I think they were on right before WWF, to be honest yeah. with you, if I remember correctly. Right, right after Kung Fu Theater. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh. I find that interesting. And then the other news this past, the, the, in December is that Nutting sells his ski resorts um to a to to veil properties whatever it is i was hoping the pirates were going to go with them well he sold the wrong business for sure yeah i I agree (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh god why would the man doesn't know how to run a baseball team why in the heck would he hold on to him he he's bought newspapers up he bought my local newspaper up what seven years ago and he killed it um Again, he's he's just taking this stuff, he's tearing it down, and then selling what he can, and then making his profit that way. But right, is it he doesn't know how to run a baseball team, or he doesn't care about running? He a doesn't care. Month? He doesn't right. care. Yeah. And again, well, look at have you, when was the last time you were Seven Springs? Never. I mean, that's why. That's why to go. But that, that was because I was forced to go uh, for, for work. But, but, but yeah. look at. But look at Seven Springs. Do you consider that an elite resort? Well, let, let me tell you this, Bill. I, you know, in some regards, I'm in the business of, uh, you know, marketing. And um, they send out emails. And one of their emails is White Friday. <laughs> That's not going to fly in this day and age. Come on. Come I see on. a problem let's, with let's... that, just to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to yeah. fly. You probably shouldn't call it White Friday. That's uh, funny. You know, you, you, we're, we need to, you know, diversity and inclusion here. Let's, you know. But he, he's just not with it. He's not with the times. He's, he's not. Um, yeah, it, it's a shame. I, it kills me. Uh, you know, I have a three-year-old. And, you know, he, I've, I've taken him to a couple games. But, like, it's tough for me to go. But I want him yeah. to enjoy baseball and learn baseball. And it, I hate. I, I don't like reaching into my own pocket, my hard-earned money to pay for pirate tickets whenever I know it's going to him. The only you know? way I go to pirate games is if I can get them deeply discounted, someone gives me the tickets, or my kid wins them in an essay contest. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I will See, rather <laughs> go to I would rather go to minor league ball clubs yeah. to watch them play because these guys want to play and the owners are trying to get people into seats. Yeah. And we have a team down here called the Washington Wild Things. And if yep. you've ever we been to one of their games, yep. they're a blast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we went again. to the Josh. Uh, I took my son to the Josh Gibson bobblehead um, last okay. summer, and then we went to the Disney night and stuff like. That. We love going there. It's fun. You know, it's small, yep. intimate. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, I got to watch what I say about the Pirates. My company sponsors them, so I do got to. Like, <laughs> You know, I but, could I could talk about the pirates that my company don't sponsor <laughs> me, and I will not go and pay not even a dollar of my hard earned money bill. And I've been a pirate fan all my life, and it's just yeah. he won't pay for. I want to see people will go to the games to see competitive championship teams. Not I don't give it. I don't give a, a rat about Huey Lewis and the news and the, the fireworks. Fireworks, now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you want to give me twenty dollars and all you can eat, maybe. <laughs> oh, he'd be there. He'd be there. <laughs> well, go back. What was the last two World Series? I 
I watched the first one. I was what, six years old, seven, five, six years old. My dad and my grandfather went. And then in 1979, it's right. pretty bad when I, my age of 55, soon to be 56, are the ones that remember the last time they had a World Series win. Right, right. I yeah, mean, it's that's terrible. just awful. I mean, and I get it. They they won in 1960. 10 years is okay. 30 years, 40 <laughs> years, there's a problem. And, and you know, you can still be a small market team and compete. Um, mm-hmm. You can. I mean, it's proven. I mean, uh, the Rays, I mean, they're, they're yeah. technically considered a small market, and they're, they seem to be in it. Um, you know, uh, the Royals were in it not too long ago. I mean, there's teams that can do it. Um, but he just doesn't care about baseball. He doesn't, he doesn't care about Pittsburgh, you know? Well, the other thing was too, is that when, it, when COVID hit in 2020, the rumor was the Blue Jays were going to be part of the pirate organization for one season. And I was really looking forward to that because I thought maybe they would be competitive. Mm-hmm. But again, that fell apart. By the way, there's a little head behind you, Gary. Just to yeah, let you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to make the timing work because I really wanted to do this, and and uh, yeah, so there's a bunch of little heads behind me. Well, yeah, but they're not moving, and when they start moving, we start worrying. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a avalanche. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's true too. That's when I start worrying. <laughs> I, I worry all the time, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But again, it, it's just just what has happened. And, and it's it is sad because we are used to having, I mean, Pirates, not so much, but the Penguins and the Steelers, we're used to having competitive teams in Pittsburgh. We we really we we really do. Well, like Real Matt says, speaking. sometimes we get spoiled. So well, we're yeah. probably we're very spoiled we on the uh, on the teams that, that we know that they should be producing every year. Mm-hmm. And the Pirates are like the stepchild that you know is not getting the food that they need i guess they're going out i guess i don't know do you feel that pittsburgh sports fans are the most critical sports fans out there because you'll hear us bitch and moan and complain and then if someone else does it that's not a fan of our teams we'll defend them it's like (laughs) defending your brother we can say whatever we want about him but if anybody else does we're gonna do knock down knock out drag out fights are we the only ones that do that, or does everybody do that? I don't think we're the only ones, but I do feel that we are one of the more passionate cities because this is what we like. We live in most of us live and breathe this. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have beaches to go to that's just down the road. Like if you're in Florida, <laughs> you're right. you got something better to do, right? That's you know, right. We're, you're we're, right. We're voted the the least, uh, you know, the worst dressed city. Because all we do is wear our sports memorabilia, right? That's true. Because we live and breathe this stuff. Like this is, this is what we look forward to. This is what we have, you know, and um, where other cities, there's, there's more stuff to do, but we're, it's close. It's, it's, I I think there's a, there's probably a few others that that are diehards like we are, but uh, Pittsburgh for sure is up there. So Bubba, when they, when the Steelers lose, how are you on Monday? I'm not good at all. I'm not good after the game. I'm not good for a week. I, I am that typical Yunzer that okay. is very – I get upset. Like, I, I try to do the same stuff. Like, I try not to go to work if the game's on. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I I just – hey, it is what it is. I get sick. I don't know what happens. But I, I have a, a – I just – I'm very focused on the Steelers, and I have been for such a long period of time since I was a kid. 
And now we do the, these shows and stuff and I'm more focused, but I've always been focused because that's one of the reasons why I did the, uh, the, the podcasting stuff is because I would just do Facebook lives and I would do rants right after the Steeler game where I'd get hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, follow me and I would be whatever. I, it's, I'm very passionate about the Steelers. I'm very passionate about stuff I love. And I'm just, I'm just a emotional, passionate, passionate individual, but we only have one more week. So I don't know what I'm going to do until draft. That's well, keep your fingers crossed that they're well, able to make it at least one week. Well, yeah, but I the mean, Jacksonville Jaguars, that's not going to help us. Right? <laughs> yeah, I guess anything's possible. I mean, I could climb a mountain at Heinz Field to get to the top and 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 eat the tons of popcorn like I, I never ate before in my entire life, which there's a video, I'm sure, out like that. But I just feel yeah, I, I just feel that there's um all of us, and, and like Mav said, we are pittsburgh but pittsburgh's just like cleveland and cleveland's just like you know green bay those those fans are diehard and i know that you know all four of us are diehard about well three or four out of us are diehard <laughs> Steeler, right. uh, yeah tonight. okay but also cable's diehard about his, his patriots which i totally understand mm-hmm. but but going back on this because i remember my dad who who th- he's the one that got me involved in this when i was a kid and you would it would ruin your day if so much so that my wife, when we first got married, she knew when to stay away from me if they lost. <laughs> that was how bad it was. Now I'm getting much better, except I'll be honest with you on Monday night, I'm sitting there watching the game. I have three kids and my wife in the living room. They're talking about everything else. I'm going, we have more rooms in the house. Let me watch <laughs> this in peace. Well, and I'm I was being you. tortured I'm, for I'm a half. You. My my wife does not get why I get so upset about yeah um, you know the, the Steelers in particular. Uh, I feel like the Pirates and the Penguins have more games where you know right. the Steelers have seventeen now, um, but you know so they're more meaningful uh, and you know I do not like to miss them and I have uh, you know family that likes to, to like schedule things on Sundays that drive yes. me insane uh, and I'm, I'm like, not no, going I don't playing. go. Like, yeah. it, and I, I, I mean, it's a, it's a constant battle in my house. Nope. Not doing it. I the Steelers running. She doesn't get it. She doesn't, she doesn't get it. But Well, and that's the other thing too, is, is it, if, if it's in the fourth quarter, you're in the last five minutes and they're down by 10. Oh, I'm up. I'm off my couch. I go, why are you still watching? It's going because they have a chance. There's plenty of time. And when he runs the two minute offense, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's like, there's always a chance, but they don't understand that because they don't understand the sport and they never played it. Now I did do this on um, the day after Christmas on the 26th, we went to a family event. The funny thing is all of the guys were sitting in one room, watching the game, yelling at the TV set (laughs) while the women were in the other room. And that's normal. That's the way it's supposed to be. But they feel that we were ignoring them and we weren't spending family time. I just won't go. I just won't go, Bill. And it's really crucial because I've been to my future in-laws when Ben threw five picks in Jacksonville at that game. And I was very explicit and I swore to God, I would never go back. I love them dearly, but I can't watch Steelers. Um, I can't watch. I I can't do stuff like Gary. I mean, I just can't. And I get so angry and I have to do it. And I think, I think honestly, and people were leaving that game uh, Monday night, Bill, before the game was over, there were people leaving and yeah. I was not doing that. And I know 
Gary wasn't doing it either. We stayed there, and I just couldn't believe that even though you're going to still be in traffic, who cares because you're not going to see this experience again. It's like they were leaving well, a Marvel I, movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's what, what it was. <laughs> well, that's what the announcer said, is they said that the majority of the fans are staying to see what happens at the end. They wanted to see what Ben was going to do once the game was over and how he was going to respond. That's what they were waiting for. But you did see people trickle out of the stadium going, you'll never see this again. The mm-hmm. odds of us having another quarterback that's going to be there for 18 years is slim and none. And I cannot believe they did it, especially Ben. I mean, we, we've, we've stuck with him through the, through the most difficult times. And he is one of the most, he was one of the most aggressive players out there that took more hits and more sacks than any right. other quarterbacks in he the league. A and still, and he had a broken nose in the one game, and he still played. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, right back in and went. He he's yeah. broken everything for this for right. this organization. He really has. Uh, again, though, he's not uh, as revered, uh, you know, with national media as he is. No, locally. not at all. Uh, no. You know, just just as of last night, there were people saying. I think it was Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip or whatever on their show, and they were saying. I don't know if he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame. I think eventually he'll get in, but he has too much, you know, he has too much baggage, so on and so forth. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, what, what, what does this baggage guy have to do? other than the two accusations? Yeah, nothing. Let's look well, at, let's he look did, at he everybody else. a motorcycle accident, wasn't wearing a helmet. Uh, there was other stuff, but. Who okay. even remembers that at this point? But though? how many I mean, years was... ago was, how many years ago was that? And he proved himself <laughs> after that, that he was, he right. was able to play still. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm he sure. might. He might be able to. Uh, he might have been able to last maybe a year or two longer. I don't know. Who knows? You don't know. It's you know what a shoulda coulda. It, it is what it is. But I'm sure he got his vaccination. Unlike Aaron Rodgers, that stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers ever goes to the Hall of Fame, would they bring that back up? I mean, that's that's pretty serious kind of thing. I mean, during this time, in everybody's face. And the other thing is too, which is frustrating, is that they've always compared Ben to Tom Brady. They're two different quarterbacks. They're two different styles. Don't even try to compare the two. I've said this a million times on our show. Ben Roethlisberger is the very best quarterback that the Steelers could have had. For years, they had crappy offensive lines, and he's scrambling like a chicken with his head cut off, just trying to make things happen. There is nobody that would have held up like he has uh, for this organization. Nobody. Oh, I agree. I mean, Brading and the Mannings are the only other quarterbacks that even have two rings besides Ben. You know, so maybe the last decade didn't go the way anybody thought it was going to. But um, when you look at his accomplishments, you know, multiple AFC championship games, two Super Bowl rings. um, What else do you need to do? But again, look at look at. okay, so now you're going to compare him with Brady. Belichick was able to put an offensive line around Brady that he wouldn't get hurt. Better coaching. It was better coaching. That's exactly what it was. If Ben would have paid, played for Belichick, what would his career have looked like? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. And that's Same. why it's hard not to circle back around to, you know, my thoughts on Tomlin, because you look at all the talent Tomlin had on offense, mm-hmm. um, maybe not the best lines a lot of years, but look at the skill positions, how much talent there was there and, you know, not nearly as much return as there should have been. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to doubt guys that they're, they've underachieved. I mean, with when they had the killer bees, there's no reason they shouldn't have made it, you know, in one. Oh, Super I agree. Bowl, yeah. Uh, you know, once or twice. Um, but again, I just, <laughs> sorry. Again, I just don't <laughs> know okay. uh, at this point 
Um, again, the, the game, the game's changing. That's just not Tomlin. Tomlin's not a, not like Belichick. He's not going to roll with that iron fist, but you get drafted to the Patriots. You know, the expectation is you don't, you don't mess up. Right. <laughs> um, where, where, you know, maybe, maybe, but, but, but it's just not Tomlin. It's not his personality. Bill is a stickler for being focused and, and, and looking at all angles of everything. What he did against Buffalo Bill that Monday night, not even throwing up or three passes or whatever, is just uncanny. And Tomlin would never ever have done that. So yeah. there's different, it's different variables. Um, does, does Tomlin have, Tomlin's going to be here probably until mm-hmm. n- another 10 years. And, and now it's just, now we're going to see without Big Ben how mm-hmm. really Mike Tomlin can be because Ben somewhat got him out of, you know, over 50 late game winning drives. You know what I mean? That's not going to happen anymore. So unless they get somebody in the draft and that's honestly, guys, think, go ahead, that's why David. I think they're trying so hard to get a veteran quarterback because, yeah, well, you know, you're going to put Mason Rudolph in there and he's going to make Tomlin look like a total, you know, <laughs> if they get Kurt cousins, I heard today, if they get Kurt cousins, they could make the playoffs next year. That's what I heard. I, I, he would be their best option. Garoppolo, I don't think maybe. he's good enough to know. lift the Steelers receivers, though. I mean, well, you're not going to rely on them heavily, but okay. Juju, Juju, so, Juju will be back for another year. Yeah, I believe. So what? What? Okay. What about what about Baker Mayfield? If they would pull <laughs> into the Steelers organization? No, Bill, Larry, no way, no hey, way. Well, I, I, mean, you know, I mean, he he can't be happy. With what he's dealing with over there, I could see them trying to recruit him, but would it work? They they had him Monday night throw passes where they should have been running the ball. So they just did that to put him out there on Front Street, I believe, he Monday night. Played. He shouldn't have been playing, and they shouldn't have been running the ball. For. They confirmed right. the next day that he was going to have season-ending surgery, season-ending yeah. with one week left. But, you know, why put him in that game? There, You had nothing to win and everything to lose. Um, they're lucky well, they haven't ended his career. Just, just to let you know, he has been put on injured reserve today. So, yeah. <laughs> and they from that, a decent backup from what from they last do. Sack. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, well, that's they, the other thing too. Why would you subject him to that? Again, he had nothing to gain, everything mm-hmm. to lose, and it could have been a season-ending game or a, a career-ending game for him on Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. Because if yeah, his coach I don't, don't get along. Yeah, and well. you know when you when you asked you know what if he came to Pittsburgh I don't think that you know I don't know how that would work but I don't think Baker Mayfield is terrible I think he's a winner I think he's got that thing where he can engineer a win when he's yeah. healthy and he has the right pieces around him we've seen it even in their bad seasons um, but yeah I don't know about the Baker to Pittsburgh connection. Yeah, I mean, you should have seen the shirts they were selling outside of the stadium on Monday night with his face on it with some, some you know, some raunchy <laughs> stuff uh, attached to it. So I don't think he's very liked here. Um, so that would well, be an interesting dynamic. Uh, he is, okay. I, I feel like he's a little bit tougher uh, of a guy for the most part, but he can't make throws that bend through. Uh, he, he would can't do make Canada's job. offense. I no, I don't think he would. Matt Canada's offense uh, would benefit from a mobile quarterback. Um, he's mobile. I mean, he's not a run. Not enough for Matt Canada, uh, and we don't have a mobile quarterback enough for Matt Canada either. No. Even not within our range. No. So, so okay. So then, this question: instead of getting 
getting someone not at the end of their career, but the middle of their career, who would be out there? Because Aaron Rodgers has what one, two years left. Yeah, Why would you bring someone in that old well, that you can't depends. build Look a team Brady. around? Look at Brady. I mean, maybe Rodgers can. I mean, if you take care of yourself, maybe you last a little bit more than that. But I, I don't think he's going to be an option uh, again. Uh, Cousins, Garoppolo, who else is out there, guys? Well, there's I mean, a lot of there's a lot of quarterbacks that are number one that have been number one picks that can't even make the team. Like like Josh Rosen was number one, he can't even make any team. And no. I I think if they could get Mitch Trubisky, um, I think that could be something because he's a little younger. But also, would he fit into the Steelers? But honestly, anybody that comes to the Steelers wherever they come from before. As long as they're a Steeler, I guess I'm going to cheer for him. But when oh, you're not yeah. a Steeler, I don't like him. Well, so Mayfield, if they signed him, I would cheer for him. At, I would probably complain. But look at but, the fiasco when they brought Michael Vick in as a backup, which made no sense whatsoever. He did have a good game a good in San point. Diego. Well, yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah. That is a good point because I was going to echo what Bubba said. Um, when you bring somebody in, you know, like when the Patriots brought in Darrell Revis, you know, that's like oil and water. But when that person comes into your franchise and you view them as a person that can help, most anybody, you know, the, the ill will towards any player, unless it's, you know, an absolute hated player, um, that just kind of washes away because you're like, all right, they're on our side now. They're here to help. They're here to win, hopefully. And, you know, that goes away. But... Yeah, Michael Vick, that one didn't really fit into that. <laughs> so, so, again, if it was a perfect world and you could pick any quarterback in the league, who would it be? Garoppolo's good. That was a good one, Gary. Bubba, I think you disagree. Uh, but I think, I think he would be the best option. I mean, his contract's up. Uh, the potential's there. Um, he just needs to find the right. Oh, place. he's like th- – but he's 30. So I would want to go a little younger if you're going to, I, you know. But again, I don't think we're looking for a French. Well, maybe, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. It's almost a rental because you want to, you want to not waste the talent you have, right. but you still want to be able to manage and get some draft picks uh, to yeah. continue to build the team. They're um, in a weird spot where they're not in yeah. a win now position, but they're not in a, um, so, you know. they're, they're, they should be rebuilding, but they have enough pieces here and there where it's not a total rebuild either. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it's awkward. Is, is there a backup quarterback out there that would be worth picking up and grooming him for the team? Because again, like like you said, Bubba, there's guys that made first round that that washed out that didn't even make a team. And the two yeah. that we uh, have right now as backup, if they wouldn't have been picked up as backup quarterbacks, would they have made a team? I, I just think that they're just going to stick with Mason Rudolph unless they got some sweet deal of somebody really, really sweet and go with Haskins too. I, I, I just believe that they're going to sign Juju and they're going to do that offense. They need another uh, second string running back to take the weight off of Harris. Yeah. But I see Mason right. Rudolph probably being our, our Steeler quarterback and it's going to be, um, it's going to be a hard, hard pill to digest bill, but I, that's why we do these shows like this. And um, I just feel that if they get somebody, they'd have to make a trade. And I can't see him trading anybody, uh, trading up in a draft. I can't see that happening. An interest one, you could, I mean, I don't know if there's anything here or not, but they mentioned it in their last game 
um, apparently, I would have thought this was settled, but apparently there's questions in Washington about what they're going to do at quarterback next year. Um, they might not be completely sold on Heineke yet. Uh, he seems pretty solid to me. I mean, they were they went on a run there for a little bit, um, and he's at that age where, you know, he's not a grizzled veteran where he's only got a few years left. He's still got room to grow and stuff, but um, so in like a weird scenario where he ends up not being with Washington into next season, that might be a solid name. They, they need a, they need a, somebody to, well, I mean, it's going to be hard to do uh, anyway, but they, they need somebody to come in and be a locker room leader. I think they, they lack a lot of that. I know they're Hayward and, you know, guys like that, but. That's the only guy. That is the only that's guy. It. That's the only that's one I can it. think of. After Ben, because Ben is the last Lynch key to Cower and Palmer. Right. He's the last player so now it's game with the Steelers nobody from that era after the Ravens that's it that's he's yeah, the last that's one true here's a question um now this doesn't fit into the locker room leader at all but if everything gets settled and I'll ask you guys since you were all the Pittsburgh fans here um do you go anywhere near Deshaun Watson no I don't want that headache. No. I personally don't want that headache because I don't like a lot of off-season locker room outside drama because it takes away from the – I don't yeah. want that. Great athlete, but I, I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't touch that either. Yeah, I, Bill, I can't what about imagine, you? I, I can't imagine them even, even thinking about that. Because well, they did take Michael said, Vick. They did take Michael well, Vick. Th- so. You're right. You're so. right. But would, would Watson be good enough to be the starter? I mean, that's the whole oh, thing. Would he fit oh, into this oh, offense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would definitely be a starter, and he would definitely wouldn't have any competition because he'd blow out Mason Rudolph, and he'd probably be the mobile quarterback that Matt Canada would want. If but he was all in that prime stuff. shape. I don't know what yeah. kind of shape he's in or mental well, health. I'm telling you, his mental health can't be well right now. No, How no. But, I, I don't but he's the right age, too, because he's in his mid-20s, and that would be a quarterback you could groom. Yeah. Right but I don't want all that XX. I don't want that negative baggage. It's going to be bad enough trying to rebuild both sides of the line without dealing with a quarterback that has all those, uh, that has that situation, you know, portraying it. And that's a lot that takes away from a team. I don't want that. But Monday night was probably one of the more complete games that they've had. I think actually the last Cleveland game, they had a pretty good uh, game, the offensive line, but this one was definitely uh, probably, probably the best we've seen them all season. Yeah, uh, and I think that change in center was, you know, really was key to getting uh, the leverage and, and be able to get yeah. uh, Najee some some runs. You know, so if Pouncey wouldn't have retired last year, do you think the season would have been different this year? Maybe one or two games. A little bit. I mean, okay. you had three three starters right off the offensive line gone, so that, that's right. that's a huge hit, and they weren't planning on that. Uh, so I can't completely blame them. Um, though I will say this, uh, you know, where does Kevin Colbert have, you know, where does he fit into all this? Right. Uh, will he go when Ben goes, um, you know, cause he's just as much to blame as anybody. I mean, well, he drafted that that's true. That's very true. They could put Tomlin as your, as your general manager, because this Sunday, I don't know if you guys knew this, he's the defensive coordinator because, because Butler has COVID. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know yes. that. Yes, yes. There, there. So now Tomlin is called. He's gonna. 
apparently but it again, came out that, that he was doing it anyway. So and, I think, and, I think right. if, you let, if you just let Tomlin be the defensive coordinator, you might not be in bad shape. I don't think he can be a head coach. I agree. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm a I'm, minority. Like I'm, you know, I, I can't, well, no, you're not in the minority. I think a lot of people feel the same way as you. Um, I just don't wait really quick guys. I'll be right back. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. I no just, problem. um, you know, I, I you know, I, I don't, I don't love him. I don't hate him. It's just one of those things that I maybe I he's overstayed his welcome because anywhere when you stay, you're welcome very long you start to get mediocre and it goes in for jobs or whatever, unless you go off the corporate ladder, you know what I mean? It's, it's mundane. So realistically him staying there too long for the tooth. Cause he's been there so long. It just, you know, eight, gonna, eight, 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 eight is just not going to equal up math to me. He's going to be here until he decides to leave. I know. Right. It's, but, I mean, we got to face it. I think that's where I'm at at this point. Well, you're just going to deal with it. But how long should a coach stay? before he wells wears out his welcome though that's the that's the big question and i don't think i mean you as, as long as you're turning over players like that i think you need to turn over a coach every so many years too if he wasn't in pittsburgh bill he'd already been gone oh i agree with you if he wasn't in pittsburgh anywhere else he'd no, already been gone but not necessarily true because i think that has a lot to do with expectations like our expectations are high we have won championships if you're at a team where, you know, you're not necessarily winning um, and you don't got an avid fan base like we do, he might be around still somewhere else. Um, but, you know, Pittsburgh has that expectation and, and we have been spoiled. We, we that's, that's, you know, our moonshot. So we don't get it. We get kind of feisty, uh, you know. But is what it go is. back. When was the last Super Bowl we had in Pittsburgh? When? Last it's Super Bowl been, win? Yeah. Uh, prior to Tomlin or during Tomlin? During Tomlin. So, we, what, we lost the Green Bay last. What year right. was that? Was that uh, nine? Was that? That was 2010. That was a 2010, 2010. Okay. I think. Yeah, okay. I think. So, we haven't been in – we haven't been or won the division since 2010. That's 11 years. Well, we, we've won division <sighs> titles. I mean, not, I mean uh, the AFC conference but, title. But oh. – what I'm saying is, is that 11 years, do we go another 15? Do we go 20? I mean, what do we do with well, a coach? Now he's Marvin Lewis. Because Exactly. <laughs> you just keep pushing, kicking the can down the road and we got to keep it. We got to keep them because of the Rooney rule. There has to be a, a mental cutoff that the Rooney's have, or at least someone in the upper office to say, wait a minute, we can't do this anymore. We're losing money, and again, you're gonna you're not gonna have butts in seats to pay for things. I think was attendance down this year. Uh, I think significantly. I think attendance was down everywhere because of COVID. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good point. That's a dumb question. Right. Um, I know the Penguins didn't sell out for the first time in a long time, so that's right. why I was wondering if the Steelers if they were in the same boat or not. I I wasn't sure. Um, but but no, I mean, that's, we- that's a fair point. Three more years, three more years. If he's around for three more years and it's the same, then they'll have to see because then it'll be almost 15 years of not getting into a championship game. And the Steelers are about championship games now from the 70s. I mean, you could take all that 
I mean, before Chuck Knoll, I'm telling you what, they fired coaches oh, left and right, you years, know. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I mean, it's different. It's a different time. And I totally understand that. And honestly, I just think that uh, I just believe, which is uh, makes me angry, is they're just not focused and they just been flat all year long. And last, last Monday was the first time that they were complete because A, it was because of Big Ben's going out and they wanted to prove they all wanted to step up. And the only person that didn't step up to me was the receiving core and Chase Claypool. But yeah. they, but I, it's hard to say, and it's next year is going to be something. Now, if they go like one and seven next year, then people are going to be like, hey, Tomlin, it's time for you to, and I hope that don't happen because I hate seeing that. But, you know, what, what, what do we do as Steeler fans, Bill? Do we, do we take, a, you know, a two and a three and 14? Or do we be competitive? So, you know what I mean? I don't like to see him lose. It doesn't matter if Tomlin's coaching him or not. And that's well, a double-ended it, sword. I read someone's comment on, maybe it was Sunday, and I don't know if it was on the post you put up, is about this whole 500. We've never had a – Tomlin's not had a losing season. It's not about playing 500 football. It's about winning championships. Right. Yeah. It's about winning playoff games. We haven't done that in a while. And again, if it was anywhere else in the NFL, the coach did not win. They had the team, they had the players around, they had the talent, and they weren't able to do it. Would they still be there other than being in Pittsburgh where we keep them? Uh, it's, it's, I, I, believe, I believe I can say this real quick. Coach Peterson of the Eagles beat the Patriots. He's no longer the Eagles coach in a brief period of time. Even though he beat the great Tom Brady, the right. Eagles got rid of him very, very quickly. Thanks, and, uh, fair point. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Point. I didn't mean to say that, Cable. But <laughs> no, I mean that's 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 something that I can that's point, something that I could defend. That's something that I could uh, put my head on. Like that guy beat the the evil empire, and now he's not even a head coach in the league with a backup quarterback. <laughs> yes, with a backup quarterback. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all know, you know, the NFL especially, you know, with the Browns and the Jets, um, how quick of a turnaround there is for unsuccessful coaches. And it, it's, got, you know, it's just, it's this franchise. It's the ownership. It's okay. how the Steelers are. So the Browns coach last year had amazing season, one coach of the year. This year, he didn't do anything. Are the Browns going to keep him one more year? Are they going to let him go? I, I believe they will do the fact that they beat us in the playoffs and, and the coach that beat us in the playoffs was a special team coach. And Tomlin, that whole debacle was a special teams coach from Cleveland that out coached, you know, Tomlin. I mean, just let's go back to that, that, that playoff game. Ben was bringing them back and they were at fourth and one and, and they didn't gamble when they knew that they had to get some, they had to get something and they punted that ball. And to yeah. me, that was very, very crucial. I know over the head and Ben, and they were down so many points, but, but darn it, Ben was trying to bring it back and he did everything. He had 500 yards, whatever happens, you don't get 500 yards in a playoff game. And he was trying. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it all depends. Like Tomlin, I, I was surprised they went uh, on the, on the fourth down Monday night. Like Tomlin doesn't, he's not a, he's not a riverboat gambler, which sometimes <laughs> is here or there. You need to be. Sometimes and, you and have when to he do. does gamble, he gambles. He gambles in the most um, – when you need points is when he gambles, and that doesn't make sense to me. Well, 
that's that's the one thing that's the one thing that I don't get. So, well, I but, mean, uh, it's 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 something that we're not going to the off season. It'll be a transitional stuff, and we'll just go from there. You know. So, so. again, it's it's one it's one of those situations we're trying to figure out what's next. And I honestly think I'm going to send a copy of this to the Steelers head office so they can actually get some positive points of view about what they can do. Well, that'd be great. That'd be awesome for the four of us. <laughs> yeah. We could get a chunk of a chunk of the pie. <laughs> because again, I, I, they, they need a new perspective and I, I get it. You're, you're working with a historic franchise. You're working with, again, a standard that no other team is familiar with. And then all of a sudden this happens. I don't know. It, it, it's going to be a, it's next year is going to be a tough season. I really, oh, believe yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm already looking forward to it. Cause I already know the aspirants are getting telling season and, and uh, me, me trying to do a lot of Zen before games will be happening <laughs> next year. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be next couple seasons. It's going to be pretty rough, yeah. uh, you know, and I know Bubba for sure stress eats before the game i will so, i'm not trying to i well i i i be bad. yeah it's it's hard it's so hard bill it's it's <laughs> i'll, I'll it's, uh, ca- uh carrots and celery maybe yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well guys thank you very much it was a pleasure and uh, again we need to do this more often because it was it was enjoyable well how about you yeah. join us next yeah. time so again, yeah, thank be, you very much you for too. joining us. And like I said, I'm going to get a copy of this, the Steelers organization, because they need to hear this stuff. <laughs> well, you come on, you come on our show and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk and we'll ask you questions about some stuff and maybe we'll send some <laughs> other stuff to the Steeler organization. <laughs> Sounds good to me <laughs> guys. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Happy to be thank here. And, 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 and Baba, I hope you can make it through Sunday. Um, I still think I still think they're gonna I still think they're gonna win. I think they're oh, gonna I win by so three. But again, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game, especially if that's gonna be the last one of the season. Well, with them I it. just real quick, I actually have a picture of uh, you know two grown men crying at the game. So you know, uh, <laughs> no joke. Man. I was, was I was, was crying. I, I I was crying. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. It's yeah, no, I've it been me I'm, my head on his shoulder, just like I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I had a tear in my eye sitting in my chair in my living room as i as i saw the saw him go out and take the and kneel kneel the uh or down the the last play of the game i i did i i had a tear in my eye and i thought it was interesting that tomlin was trying to call time out um so i guess he could have a second play to be able to do it one more time which i don't understand why but once is enough it it once was enough and it was it was an appropriate way for him to go out right yeah, so I agree. Again, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. You have a great one and uh, <laughs> enjoy Sunday because it's the last time we're going to see him play, possibly. Yep. Thank you. End of an era. Yeah. yeah. End of an era. Thanks yeah, for ha- having us. Hey, thank you again for joining us. Really appreciate Thanks, it. Bill. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Hey, a big thank you goes out to the Triple B podcast for joining me today. Had a great time talking football, talking sports, and hopefully you enjoyed it as much as I did. And we'll talk to you next time here on One on One with Bill Alexander. Thank you for listening to One on One with Bill Alexander. 
One on One with Bill Alexander is a Million Dollar Baby production. For more information, go to BillAlexander.net. Have you guys noticed that you can't go anywhere without seeing designer this or designer that, even designer furniture? On my social feeds and celebrity homes, it's everywhere. Have you seen how expensive these are? Well, if you want the sofa or recliner or bed that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends, but without the designer prices. Oh, and they're well-made, too. It's the whole package. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.